Have you been thinking about wanting to start your own podcast? When I was trying to get the Evan Witt show off the ground, trying to find where to go, I had a lot of questions and trying to figure it out. And Anchor was the place to go. Easy to start, easy to use, and it's free. And you can get your podcast heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other great places that people like to listen. The answer, again, is Anchor. And I love using Anchor as it's extremely easy and simple and free to use. If you want to join me with Anchor on your podcast, then go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of all the podcasters that Anchor has to offer. I enjoy and cannot wait to start hearing your first podcast. That's anchor.fm slash start. I'm here with former WWE, ECW, and TNA superstar Errol Snow um, here at the Brat Stop. L, of course, thank for uh, taking a few minutes to speak with me and just want to ask you a few questions. First off being is how long have you been in the business and what kind of got you involved in wrestling? Uh, I've been a professional wrestler, actually in-ring performer for uh, 36 years. Uh, This May 22nd. Uh, if I have continuous matches, it'll be 37 years total that I've been an in-ring performer. I've also been a ring announcer or commentator. I've been a promoter. Uh, promoter again, I own OVW now. been a trainer. Uh, trainer again. Um, I have, like I said, I own OVW. I have uh, the Al Snow Wrestling Academies. I have 17 around the world. Um, the UK, Denmark, Hungary, Romania, Greece, Chile. Um, Portugal, France, Germany, um, Italy. Um, so continuing to expand that and uh, in association with uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling, um, which we all know the pedigree of that. Uh, I own Collar and Elbow now. Um, it's my own clothing line. been doing that as well. It's going really going fantastic. So been busy and yeah. uh, keeping at it. Yeah. So what kind of inspired you to get involved in wrestling? Uh, just as a fan, my love of it, uh, and, you know, uh, I was like 14 years old and I made a conscious decision that this was what I wanted to do. I just loved it so much and was so passionate about it that I pursued it until I was able to make my dream a reality. You know, you've, uh, you've had a couple of stints with WWF slash E, uh, with TNA, with ECW. Um, can you, what kind of moments stand out during your experience in those, uh, promotions? Well, you know, people ask that question all the time, like what's, you know, favorite moment or favorite match or favorite opponent, and it's difficult to quantify that when each and every time, even like tonight here, um, you know, just getting an opportunity to go to the ring and get to do what I love to do um, is an amazing moment. Um, Sometimes those moments are more magical than others because they just, you know, when you're in there with the right person, with the right atmosphere, things just happen you know it just it, it it becomes electric and nothing makes you feel more alive than those situations but to be able to discernibly pick out just one or at a time it's it's really for me it's very difficult because i just feel so lucky to get to do it as long as i've gotten to do it so i'm kind of overhearing you a little bit uh not long ago talking to some uh people in the ring about workers and the importance of being a worker who are some of the people you've uh enjoyed uh working with like who stands out more than others uh again that's back to who's your favorite opponent you know i mean 
I've worked with so many people, you know, up and down the lines for, you know, over three decades, going on four, that, you know, it's tough to go, well, this guy or that guy. And really what it comes down to is when you're working with them, sometimes you get in there with the right guy, and it's it's quite honestly, it's what we call it a day off. It's effortless. It's, you know, things you don't have to talk. Things just happen at the right time for the right reason. The crowd reacts just the way you want, <clears throat> as much as you want, when you want, <clears throat> to the direction you want. And, you know, it's and we, we call it, it, it's like a day off, you know. Some matches you work with the wrong guy and it's like pulling teeth and it's just as painful and, and just as miserable. So just to our left, we have Head uh, over here, um, big uh, component of you know your career. Um, where did Head come from? Uh, Head and I met in New Britain, Connecticut. Um, we caught eyes across the room and we both knew it was love at first sight. Um, we've been together for a very long time. Sometimes, you know, we fight like most couples. Um, you know, they shut up. Um, you know, they'll bitch about having to be, I said be quiet, about being, you know, uh, when we travel, you know, they want to want me to buy a plane ticket for them, and I'm not going to do it, I told you, because they can ride in the overhead bin. I mean, they act like they can't breathe, and you can, because if you couldn't breathe, I couldn't hear you up there yelling. <laughs> or they'll complain about the, and that's BS. Like if they go through the TSA screening, they think that the x-ray is going to give them cancer. It won't, because if it were, then the TSA agents would be wearing lead aprons. So shut up. So, you know, they're not in there that long, and they can breathe in the bag, so I'm not going to buy a ticket. Um, talked about buying Ohio Valley Wrestling and the pedigree that it's come with. Um, what is your, your plans with the Ohio Valley Wrestling? I know it used to be the uh, kind of the farm system for WWE and then TNA for a while, and yeah. so what is your uh, hopes with it? Uh, my hopes is, uh, and my goals and uh, are to build it back up to its prominence that it once was as being the place to uh, be trained, to learn how to actually work and, uh, you know, and to be a, a, an operational territory like I had had it when I was there as the head trainer uh, with WWE. We ran 186 live events uh, that one year right before they shut down and went to Florida. 134 of those were, uh, you know, house shows and 52 of those were tv and the only you know we actually ran more live events than wwe did that year so um i'm hoping i'm going to work towards bringing that back to that level once more so that but you know uh, students that come there to train can learn the skills and get the experience that will allow them to take advantage of opportunities on a worldwide level with wwe and be more prepared and be more polished um, and allow existing performers to be able to come there and be able to make some semblance of a living and, uh, and work on a regular basis. You know, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I just got one uh, final question. So I've watched uh, Tough Enough, and I still go back to watch it on the, uh, the network on occasion, and just seeing you interact with the students in the ring and then listening to you before, you quite a passion for young people wanting to get involved in the business. So it's kind of a two-part question. Is first, um, what would be your advice to um, somebody wanting to get involved in the business, and what would be the best avenue for them to do that? Well, my advice for wanting to get involved in the business is don't. Um, <laughs> unless you really, truly are passionate 
If I ask you why you want to get involved in this business and you can answer it, stop. Just get out. It should be something that you're driven to and that you absolutely feel that it's a necessity and a need that you want to do. Um, after 36 years, if you were to ask me why I ever did it in the first place or why I continue to, I would not be able to answer you. I don't know. I know that I was. it was a desire that was so deep and set in me that I was obsessed with it and that I, could, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. But, um, and, you know, uh, and if, but if you're going to do it, um, the t- couple of pieces of advice I would always give people is, one, invest time, money, and effort in yourself because you're asking the promoter and, more importantly, the audience to do that for you, to come watch you, to promote you. And if you don't give them something to promote or something to come in and be interested to come watch, you're never going to succeed. And two is to be honest with yourself. If you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way. If you don't, you're going to find excuses and you're going to find justifications why you can't or won't do what you need to do. Be willing to make that sacrifice and don't fool yourself. If you're not willing to and you want to treat this as a hobby or a pastime, don't get in it. Because the first part of professional is profession, which means it is to be treated as if it's a vocation, a job, not just some pastime or pursuit that you have as a hobby. Because unfortunately, what you do, your actions don't live in a bubble in this wrestling business. Um, Unfortunately, shit rolls uphill as much as it does down. And what you do affects how everyone else wants to try to do what they do to make a living and feed their family. And if you're not willing to contribute to that and make it more possible for everyone to achieve that goal, then don't get in it. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Al. Hope you have a great show tonight. And again, thank you for your time. Thank you.